Do please be seated. Holy God, fill our hearts and minds as we think about your word, as we seek to understand it, and as we plan how we will live our lives this coming week. In Jesus' name, amen. I wonder in your life when somebody has surprised you by choosing you. You're the one that I'd like to do this. You're the one. It might be a long time ago in your life. But do you remember that time when you just weren't sure why they'd chosen you or why it had happened? Sometimes things get thrust upon us at times that we're not expecting. I wonder today, as the Queen thinks back to 70 years ago and the death of her father, the sudden, from what they say, even though he was so ill, the sudden realisation that now, in her 30s, she was to be Queen but I'm not ready, but I don't know. None of those words did she say to us as a nation. But I wonder what she said to her confessor or to her family, to her friends. The stories in a strange way that we have today Stories that include calling to something new remind us of the way that God works in our lives in strange ways. Choosing us, calling us, each one of us, differently, and yet not always at the moment that we'd really like God to call us. What about you? Do you know however young or old you are, what it is that God is calling you to be and do at this time. In the year that King Uzziah died. It's a passage from Isaiah chapter 6 that Dim read to us earlier. And Isaiah, who was almost certainly one of the people in the court at the time, goes into the temple. We don't know why. Perhaps he was aware of the political instability that was going to arise from the king dying. Perhaps he went in to pray. But whatever it was, this wasn't what he was used to when he went into the temple, because suddenly... He was in the middle of a vision and dream that was beyond anything. And in those moments, he heard God calling him, not to a job that he particularly wanted. It's a job where he was told to go and speak to people and say to them, I'm going to talk to you, but you're not going to understand a word of it. Do you fancy that job? But Isaiah 
recognises, Isaiah recognises in that temple when he comes into worship, he comes in and whatever's going on, he hears God speak. He feels inadequate. I'm surrounded by people who talk a load of rubbish, unclean lips. People who don't tell the truth. Have we heard that recently? With, I'm surrounded by it. I'm not worthy. But he has the courage to say, well, here I am. Send me. Although the passage in 1 Corinthians is very much about the message that Paul is given, that Jesus has risen from the dead and it's going to make a difference to our lives. What he also tells in that story from 1 Corinthians is the fact that when he was called, he was off in the wrong direction. He was wanting to please God, but he was wanting to please God by killing Christians and by putting them in prison. And so you know that story. What God does through Jesus is come again in a bright light and show him and speak to him and shock him so that he too, by the time that he's been into Damascus, had a very brave person, Ananias there, come and talk to him and encourage him and pray for him. He too is willing to be a messenger for God. For each one of these stories, we will see that although there is a moment, there's also a journey. We don't know the whole journey for Isaiah, but we do know that the message he was given was hard. We do know for Paul or Saul that actually the journey was long. He'd been training, he'd been doing lots, he'd been going the wrong direction, and even after his call, he goes off away to study and pray and think. And then we come to that story of the disciples and a story of calling. And perhaps the one where not so used to. We're used to the one of Jesus walking along the beach and he sees Peter and Andrew and he says, come and follow me. And he sees James and John and he says, come and follow me. And they follow. But there are three or four different, just slightly different stories of Jesus calling the disciples. And if we put them together, we can see that for them too, it was a journey. Jesus building a relationship with them. Jesus shocking them sometimes. Jesus enabling them to get to the point where they say, yes, I'll follow you. For the disciples on this particular day, as we read in Luke, they've had the chance to sit and listen to him. Can you imagine them sitting there mending their nets? listening to Jesus as he talks to the crowds. They sit and listen. But then Jesus shows them his power and his might. He shows them by 
giving them one of the greatest catches of fish that they'd had, as far as we know. But that doesn't make them think, yeah, we need to stick to this fishing business. This helps them to see that God has a different call for them. Yesterday I had the privilege of being um, near the cathedral and running a vocations day with a group of people. There were people, there was one person there who was 18, there were others in their 30s and another in their 40s. But actually, each one of them was seeking to know what God was saying to them. One of them was a lady, not from our parish, from another parish not near here, who about six months ago had a dream and God said to her in her dream, I think you should try to be a lay minister. She thought when she woke up, what a strange dream, and ignored it. And then other things happened, all sorts of things. A sermon that made her think, well, maybe I should be a lay minister. But no, 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 I can't do that kind of thing. But she decided, okay, what I will do is I'll agree to do the readings at church. She'd never done the readings at church before. So she came and she started doing the readings at her church. And then about six weeks ago, she had exactly the same dream again. And so she went to see her vicar and she said, this is really weird because I'm sure you wouldn't think of me as a lay minister but actually, I think God's asking me to explore this. And so she came to the vocation state. I don't know what's going to happen. But what I do know was that she had the courage to listen. Perhaps you have dreams that speak to you. Perhaps God speaks to you in different ways. Through preaching, through reading the Bible. Do we expect God to be calling us? Calling us not just in the big things, but in the little things. Calling us to be God's people in everything. Paul in 1 Corinthians, not quite in the passage that we read, talks about the fact that if we don't believe that Jesus rose from the dead, what is the point of believing all of this? But also, if we don't make a difference in our lives, if we can't show in who we are that we believe that God has called us by name, then why are we here? Why are we going to eat bread why are we going to remember that Jesus died and rose again if it makes no difference to me when I go out of this church? God does not just call special people. We might think of the fishermen on the side of Lake Galilee as special people. 
because we can see what God did with them. But God looks at each one of us and says, I love you. I think almost more shockingly, God says, I like you. I'll forgive you the things that aren't so wonderful, and that's in all these stories. We're forgiven. But I want you to be my child and to live your life in a way that allows my glory to shine. Queen Elizabeth, as she became in name this day 70 years ago, knew what difference it made being the daughter of a king. She hadn't been born the daughter of the king. She'd been born a princess, but not into that royal family. But she knew that that meant that she'd got to live in a particular way. You and I are daughters and sons of the king of peace and grace. And God is calling us to follow. Will you come? Will you look in everything that you do and think, how can I please God in what I'm doing? And maybe, just maybe, God might give you a message to give to others. For Isaiah, he gave a message that was hard for the people that said, life is going to get difficult, but trust in God. For Paul, he gave a message that said, God is great and loving and Jesus rose from the dead. For the disciples, Jesus said, come and learn and you will know what your message is. May God grant you and me the knowledge to know that we too are called and an understanding of what that call might mean. Amen.